All right. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Rikishi Driver Talk Show. And I want to take this time to welcome everyone from here throughout the world, out here in Los Angeles, and also across overseas, wherever you are at. I wanted to just uh, take this time just to breathe for a minute. There's just been so much going on here. But listen, um, I have a, well, let me back up. Uh, this episode here on Friday, the November the 14th, 2020, it is powered by Knox Pro Entertainment. Also, I'd like to send a shout out to our brand of Samoan Dynasty and also our Blackout Fight Gear family that's out there. But listen, I'd like to bring in my co-host, my man, Hamza Mania. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> How you doing there, kid? I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great after, especially after the, the the week I've had, and I feel like I've I've won the jackpot. And you already know why I feel that way. I'm in a great mood. I'm in a great mood. Uh, yeah, I mean, congratulations, man, for bringing in that beast, the mighty Maki, man. Uh, you know, I, I don't know where you found this cat here, but he's definitely got a look to him. He also got a hell of a uh, potential. You know, matter mm -hmm. of fact, where where did you find this kid? Uh, that's something I cannot let everyone know. This is a secret of that that is just mine because to me that's my gold mine right now. So, unfortunately, sir, that's going to be something that I got to keep to myself. Okay, all right. Well, I, I can respect that. It's something that you want to keep on the low low. But I I, I kind of see during the future we can bring this kid on. Maybe he can speak for himself. But listen here. So let's move through. I have a special, special guest here, as we all know, uh, one of the legends in this industry. Uh, also, he is my younger brother uh, by the name of the Tonga Kid, Sam Fatu. And before I bring him on, I just want to, you know, uh, tap on to uh, the reason why I got into professional wrestling was actually, you know, my younger brother. I'm proud to say that he was, uh, uh, he got me hooked on to professional wrestling when I came out of high school uh, back in the late uh, 1980s and actually flew me out to uh, Madison Square Garden uh, where he was facing against, uh, it was Jimmy Snooker and himself versus Bob Orton and uh, Roddy Piper, rest in peace. Um, and during that time was my uncle's offensive out there as well at the garden. But, you know, being an older brother of the, of, uh, the talking kid, yeah. you know, they say, once you get to Madison square garden, you done made it. Right. And I believe that my brother was like 17 or 16 years old. Uh, and probably one of the youngest professional wrestlers, uh, that have sold out the Madison Square Garden. And when I watched this, uh, uh, my brother come out the tunnel from Madison Square Garden, he actually put me up in the VIP seats was he was, you know, kind of trying to kayfabe me from a lot of things because I was still green in the business. And uh, when he, uh, when I watched him come out that, uh, that tunnel of Madison Square Garden, and you, you got like 18,000 people, man filled up to the rafters, sold out, and people were just cheering uh, for my younger brother. And I, I wasn't really watching him, but I was looking at the crowd. Uh, 
kind of just, you know, soaking it all in like, wow, you know, that's my brother. That's my younger brother that uh, the fans are cheering for. And uh, pretty much after that, man, uh, when I seen the domino effect that this young kid had on every wrestling fan that was in New York. And keep in mind, if you don't make it in New York City in the Master Square Garden, <laughs> it's very hard for you to make it in any arena. But right. so, you know, so, you know, that was the part there for me. Like, you know, I was, I've always been a big fan of my younger brother uh, being in the industry. And, you know, he taught me a lot <laughs> as well as Big Sam and, and uh, you know, some of our family members that paved the way, but there's nobody like TK all day. You know, our family mm-hmm. members, we call him TK all day because he, he's like the life of the party for our family. You know, I'm, I'm sure as, as we were. <laughs> I've, noticed, <laughs> I've noticed during the setup process. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. TK has to, you know, he, he has to make sure he's got everything right. You know, and, and he's got to make sure he's got all his merchandise, which he'll, he'll put out one of his hottest selling t-shirts uh, that's out there today, man. Uh, you know, I'm sure he'll be out out here, you know, advertising that as well. But, but listen here, enough about, you know, my thoughts and our thoughts. I'd like to take this time, ladies and gentlemen, to introduce to you the legend, the icon in this industry, soon in the future to be a WWE Hall of Famer in my book as well. I'd like to bring on, ladies and gentlemen, the Tonga Kid, my younger brother, Sam Fatu. What's up? What's up? Can y'all see me to the left, to the right, to the right, to the left? <laughs> you know, they say happy Friday, man. Happy Friday. <laughs> if you ain't started yet, I don't know what you're waiting for. <laughs> Come on, oh. gotta keep it real out there, man. Oh, what's going on, TK? We can see you, man, with that pink shirt you got on that. Hey, you know what? We gotta support. Look, the only reason I got this pink shirt on, because you know, our mother passed away with cancer. You know, yeah. so you got to represent, you know, especially all the family out there. They have lost their loved ones, too, man. So we just got to stick together, man, and keep it real, man. Keep it simple, too, as well, you know. Hey, they make fun of my pink shirt, but these are one of the hot-selling shirts right no, now. No, no, <laughs> no. I'm not making fun of your shirt. I'm not making fun of your shirt. I mean, it's a, that, that's a beautiful shirt, and it's a beautiful cause. Uh, yeah, but, uh, listen, Hamza, I, I want to introduce you. Uh, <laughs> To my brother TK, TK, this is Hubza Mania. He's hey, a he, he, he makes... So what's been going on with you, TK, all day? I'll tell you what, though, man. I've been following you guys' show, man. I don't know who that ugly monster you guys got on Knox Pro like a week ago, man. That boy's a beast, man. I ain't gonna yeah. lie. I don't know his name. I don't know if he's Arabian, Filipino, <laughs> Japanese, but that boy's off the hook, man. He's, he's the mighty monkey. He's the mighty monkey. He's another young oose from... Uh, from the islands, from Samoa as well. It's all good, man. You know, they got to come through the Samoa dynasty first. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, know what, you know. I know what you're saying, TK. <laughs> this this Look, show ain't about this show ain't about Maki. This is about you. I, I got you. I, got, I was just throwing a little pitch out there. You know, just to let those know hey, all shows are about Maki. All shows are about Maki, okay? No, no, no. Hey. Not this show. This show hey. is special. This is so a completely you... special show right here, man. That's you right. Know? It's special because you know? you're on, man. Yeah, it's special because there's only one Tonga kid, you know, and I got to back up, man. I go tell you all this little story, man. You know, back in the days when I started, you know, uh, it was a tough road. It was a tough ride. But look, you got to stick it out. You know, it's simple. Keep shit simple. If your heart ain't into it, then there's no sense of doing it, you know. 
In my case, I had no choice, man. I just dove right into the fire, man. You know what I mean? But I ended up dusting myself off. I made it where I had to go. I took care of my family. You know, my yep. siblings and my mom, my dad, they depended on me. I was this bad kid growing up, man. Had no other where to turn, you know? So I figured, hey, actually, this was my mom and dad's dream. That wasn't even my dream. My dream was to become a professional wrestler. That's no fucking joke, man. That shit is real, man. You know, like I said, this show here, you're going to get a lot of information on this show right here. You know? Well, well you know. Uh, press the, don't forget to press the share link and the share in the bottom. Okay? Just press the link to share, man. All right? Now, I ain't going to tell y'all no more stories. Hey, so listen here. So let's tell the fans. Uh, you know, how you was able to start in the business? Because I, I tell everybody, you started before me. And, uh, you know, how, how yeah, was your you, first experience? You're, you're still a rookie. You're still a rookie. When I started, <laughs> you're still a rookie, man. You're a jabroni. <laughs> well, you come here, jabroni. With all respect, Brother King, hey, you might be a Hall of Fame, brother. You're still a rookie and a jabroni, man. <laughs> Keep in mind who kicked them doors down now, you know? That, that, that was you. Open them doors, man. But it was a good run. I'm not gonna lie. You got to share your blessings, man. So, so tell a story when, uh, when you, when you came from California all the way to Pensacola, Florida. Oh like, man, <laughs> I gotta have a drink on that one. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we got all the time all right. in the world here. Yeah. <laughs> here we go. Like guys, got to tell me. I'm, I'm, I'm moving to the left, to the right. But oh, you, go. you straight. We can see you. Right, here Perfect. We go. So. I got into trouble in high school. Yep. Boy, yeah, we might as well all have a drink for this one yeah. now. <laughs> San Francisco, <laughs> California. Okay, went to Bob Boy High School. I come out, I think I must have hit one of the hall guards because he was trying to send my big ass to, to class. So I got into trouble, man, and my mom and dad got a phone call from the school. Next thing you know, the police showed up, and my dad and mom had enough. They said enough was enough, so they put me on the ground. Keep in mind, you guys, for you, all of you that are watching and listening, keep in mind, I have no idea where I'm going, what I was doing. All I know is my mom cried out to their brothers, Opa and Sika, the Wild Samoan. I seen them one time on TV, but going to meet them in person was goddamn fucking hell. I'm not going to lie to y'all, man. That shit was tough as shit. I'd rather just jump off the Golden Gate Bridge, man. You know? These guys don't change my entire life, and my parents changed my life. So anyway, make story short, I had five dollars roll of quarters. I jumped on the ground. I think I was flying on the plane. I was like, oh, yeah, good, good. Shit, no. We were so poor. Look, we were a bunk pole. We were poor, but poor was worse. Okay? We were poor. I had P.O. P.O. Yeah, Poe. Like completely <laughs> Poe. Nothing. Completely nothing. Just a Greyhound bus. So I thought it'd take me two days, maybe three days to get out to Pensacola, Florida. Keep in mind, I ain't never left the state of California. That's the first time I've ever left the state of California. I was like 16, maybe 15 and a half. I get out there. I have a roll of quarters. I'm on the ground. And my mom made me some sandwiches, okay? Now, keep in mind, tuna sandwiches, when you make tuna sandwiches and you put them in the bread, that shit is soggy. Two days later, that shit, I mean, it just tastes awful, man. Awful. I'd rather lick the bubble gum off the goddamn street than eat that shit. You know what I'm saying? So, anyways, one of them stories is just beyond the fucking thing. But some sandwiches were so horrible. Two days on the road. Keep in mind, I got seven days to get to Pensacola, Florida. Seven days and five hours worth of quarter. I was calling my mom, please, wow. please, mama, don't send me there, please, no, I'm, I'll be a good boy, I'll listen, I'll go to school, I'll go to college, or whatever you want me to do, nah, that, that threw out the window, man, I get to Mobile, Alabama, keep in mind, I had no more quarters, I called my mom every stop, 
I must have stopped like 180 fucking times to get to Pensacola, Florida. <laughs> God damn, dude. They couldn't even fly me, you know. Not even Sika could have flew me, you know. <laughs> Keep in mind, I don't even have a relationship with Sika, but it's his sister do. So anyways, took that long. Seven days took me to get out there. Seven days. I get out there, Mobile, Alabama. I get off the, the, the bus, and I'm thinking I'd get a nice meeting greet. Hey, how you doing, nephew, yada, yada. Shit, no, I didn't get that. He said, Sika get off the van. I get off the bus. Sika goes, get in the van. Just like that. Get in the van. <laughs> man, I'll tell you what, man. There's a difference between being scared and fear. Totally different. <laughs> Shit, he rocked my soul. My soul. Like, I was shook up, man. You know, this guy looked like Bigfoot. He was scary looking. His hair went down. No shirt. Lava, lava. He just looked like he'll rip your head off, man. And I had not. I was like this kid, like, oh man, I didn't know what I was walking into, man. I knew he was my mom's brother, but I didn't yeah. know he acted like that, man. He put me in check right away. My whole spirit, everything was gone. I was actually saved that day when I met him. I went to church every day. I just saved myself. I just saved myself from that, you know. But you went man, straight to Jesus. Man, right, 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 watching man hey god bless you see thank you man he had a big part to do in my life and opportunity yeah. you know what i mean this kid coming up from california you know the ghetto the hood whatever you want to call it man but if you can survive that you can survive anything in this world man and all it takes is common sense simple back yeah. then i didn't have common sense now as i grew into the business look i didn't learn a lot of shit in high school or middle school shit i only went to eat their food and beat up some kids i was bullying kids <laughs> I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that, but hey, forgive me. I'm not a bully anymore. I'm the nicest person you can meet. The nicest person. Especially you saved Jesus. And you oh man, you're really my friend now, man. You know. So but, yeah. so so okay, TK. So then, soon as when you landed into Pensacola, Florida, how long after that? Tell us, tell us what was the training for TK with Uncle Alpha and Zika, or with Uncle Zika? Most of the time you were there. Okay. Uh, before you got a chance to take off into uh, into the WWF back in the day. Well, look, when I first got out there, keep in mind, I had no idea what I was getting my life into. I had no idea what uh, Sika's plans were for me. But that ride, let's get this straight, it wasn't Pensacola, Florida I landed. I landed in Mobile, Alabama. Now, if you know Mobile, Alabama, Pensacola, Florida, it's not <laughs> but away. That one goddamn hour that he rung my ears, I can still feel my eardrums still popping up, man. man. He tore me up. Tore yeah. me up, man. He just he laid the smack down on me, man. From there on since, man, I was the nicest man, the nicest kid to everyone in Pensacola, Florida. I was trying to just figure out what I was going to do with my life. Keep in mind, my <laughs> mom and, and Sika were talking the whole time, so I had no clue what was happening. You know, I was still young. So then uh, the training, of course, I traveled with them all over Pensacola, Florida. Uh, we were out there with the Armstrongs, um, the Fullers. Uh, this is where I met a lot of big names out there. And I didn't know they were going to become Hall of Fame. You know, I'm a Hall of Fame, too, you know. Hey, yeah, my kids said I'm a Hall of Fame. I'm a Hall of Fame. You know what I mean? Of course right. you are. So I right. ran the, the Piper. I ran into Mr. Wonderful, uh, Butchery. There are just so many names at a young age 
and I travel with Sikanafa. Now remember, for you kids that are watching or trying to get into this business, a lot of sacrifice, a lot of sacrifice, okay? That's the bottom line to this business. And not only just that, you always got to have a mentor and teacher by your side. I have the best mentor and teacher in the world was Appa and Sika. You know, keep in mind, I didn't have a wrestling school back then. You know, we're talking about the 80s, the 79s, the 80s, 81. I traveled on the road with them to uh, Florida. Hey, you, were, you were still young. You were like, what, 17 years old? Man, right? 16, 17. I was I was 16, 17. They're all the same as 13 and 14. Ain't no damn <laughs> right now, I'm 18 right now. I'm talking to you. Right now. Don't get the age fool you now, man. But back then, I ain't gonna lie, every single day we went to wrestle, Oppensika drove to all these territories. And when I mean territory, uh, uh I think it's Bill Watch had a territory. Uh, the Armstrong had a third the championship. New Orleans. Play. New Orleans. Oh, the and Beefcake was there. Hogan was there. I don't even want to say his fucking name, Hogan, but I got to say it anyway because he was there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you can say whatever you want to say. <laughs> this this ain't Hogan's show. Okay, so step up. You know who I am? No. Shit. So he was there. Beefcake was there. All these guys were there. Nice. I used to sleep in the goddamn rest area. You know, we yeah. used to try to eat, uh, try to make it because we were, you know, the wrestling business back then was tough before they got to yeah. New York. You know, we uh, circle, I think it was called KOA. That's what it was. There wasn't even a rest there. It was a place where you can go park, cook your food, shower, jump on the damn car and move on to the next town. And you're talking yeah. about hard times. That was hard times. Sika and Alpha and all of the other legends that are out there today. Some are here with us today. Some are not. You know what I mean? Fortunately, you still have a legend right here because you're talking to him right now. You know what I mean? Of course. <laughs> that type of lifestyle that it started was not easy as it is what the kids have today in our business. Not at all. Not from a million shot, you know, or a million dollar shot, you want to call it. They got schools. They got weights. I didn't have that. I had a beach. I had sand. I had a fishing pole. And I went to every territory with Aplanseca four hours before the show started. And that's how they trained me in the ring. So I basically learned on the job. Mm -hmm. Every day I learned on the job. And I met all these guys that I've mentioned to you guys, probably not even half of the guys that I'm telling you now. But, you know, that that opened up my eyes. And they made me sit there from the first match to the main event, Aponsika. It was bored. Fucking first match. Oh, my God. Shit, I could have <laughs> did better than that, you know, but I didn't get my chance yet. Now, I was just talking shit back then, you know. <laughs> you know? And, then, and then they kept going and going. And the next thing you know, I had that uh, opportunity. And then when I jumped in the ring and it was over, but they trained me. We get to the building four hours before the show starts. Appa and Sika, Big John Stud, Paul Orndorff, Rowdy Rowdy Piper, I mean, you're yeah. talking, I mean, who else's name? I mean, Big Cat, Ernie Ladd. Come on, man. We're going away. The Junkyard Dog, Mr. Olympia, uh, the Armstrongs. I mean, these are all these South uh, wrestlers uh, from the from the Florida Territory and well as Louisiana. You know, Bill Watch, of course, was the promoter. And that's how I got trained. I Alpensiga put me in the ring. They trained me right there. And now keep in mind, we're on the road four or five days a week. Driving 300, 300 fucking miles, Key. Who that gonna drive 300 miles for $40? Come on, man. $40. Mm. Okay. But that's the sacrifice that you kids need to understand. And that's the sacrifice that you need to make. 
whether it's here or any other sport that you join, especially with Knox Pro, because we don't fuck around when you come to Knox Pro. We're going to put you <laughs> to the test. We're going to put you to the test. Either you come in or you get out. As simple as that. <laughs> if the kitchen's too hot, get the hell out. We don't need no crybabies, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that that that's a little bit of my story. Of course, I can't give y'all everything till you buy one of these shirts. You know, then I'll go ahead and spit out some more stuff. You know. Well, what well, speaking of that, uh, so so definitely all the names that you dropped, TK. I mean, for all our listeners that are out there right now, you know, these are a lot of the legends that helped pave the way. Well, sure. As, as you talk about TK, you know, back in the day, thirty forty dollars a payday. Obviously, you know. There wasn't no money in the industry back in the day, but there was a lot of passion. Like you really had to want to do this shit to be able to be successful and to yeah. be around the locker room. Like I don't even think at that top at that caliber of a lot of experience of the names you just mentioned. I don't. There's no more of that around the locker rooms where you can get all the experience that you that you've uh, picked up over the years. But listen, I'm not just saying this because you're my brother. Yeah. I want to thank you for your two uh, for help paving the way uh, for a lot of us that are, you know, coming up behind you in the industry, TK. Um, I'm sure that, you know, uh, during time and due time that you two uh, in my book should be a Hall of Famer, a WWE Hall of Famer in yes. due time. But um, listen, so, you know, uh, back in the day, you, I remember the one time you were so happy about this movie that, uh, you were a part of, which was uh, which was body slams. Can you yeah, tell us how that happened? Hey. How did that happen? Yeah, wow, look at that! Look at that young cat on the screen. Yeah. Yeah, that, look at those biceps. <laughs> <laughs> body slam. You had to bring that one up. Oh yeah, I got I got to bring it up. Man. So how did that happen? Well, I think uh, when I was wrestling in Madison Square Garden. Uh, I guess it was WrestleMania where Dave Wolf and Cindy Lauper. And yeah. Mr. T and all them other actors that were there. And uh, keep in mind, I didn't know. I thought they were there for intermission to sing some damn song or something and get out. But they were <laughs> part of the whole goddamn show. <laughs> Shit pissed me off. I was like, okay, okay. Get a little fast $150,000 payoff. That'll work. That's all right. That's all right. I, I, can, I, can, I can work. I can work. I'll take the crumb. Shit. You know what I mean? Ain't, it ain't that easy to please me. Shit. You know? Yeah. But anyway, that's how I met those guys when... Uh, when uh, Cindy Lauper and, and, like I said, Mr. T and those guys, it was at WrestleMania. So I guess uh, Cindy Lauper's husband or manager, David Wolf. Hold on, man. Let me pull up my record, right? Give me a minute, man. You know, you guys ain't the only one that got damn computers. Shit. David Wolf. Hey. That's his name. That's David his name. Wolf. Dave, David, David Wolf or David Mark or whatever you want to call him. But he's the one that, he's the one that decided to do a movie. Uh, about wrestling. He's the, actually the first person that ever did a wrestling movie besides that other uh, that other goofy-ass movie they did about the wrestler, whoever he is. And uh, yeah. that's, yeah. But I'm not knocking that other movie. I'm saying, he, you know, it was goofy. To me, it was goofy. They uh, no, you're, you, you already <laughs> knocked it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> they let, it's all right. Uh, a lot of shit out. They should have let me play that part, but it's all good, you know. But, uh, yeah, that's how we ended up doing the movie. David Wolf got yeah. a hold of uh, us. And Appa and Sika and whoever else they got a hold of. And then Appa and Sika got a hold of me and said, hey, you're going to be the co-star in this movie Body Slam. You and Piper. Now, keep in mind, I have this. Hey, look at that. Wow. Look at that, young. What's up with the afro there? That's how old you are. That ain't even a 
Oh, it's a perm. It's a perm. Don't let me pull up one of your pictures now because you have Keep in mind, your first wrestling name was Talking Kid, too. Don't forget that. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Talking Kid, too. The Polynesian. Look at it. Oh, you should pull that up. The Polynesian Prince of Talking Kid. Tonga Kid number two. You'll find that online. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. I don't mind. I don't mind nobody just you know keep it in the family, man. It's simple. Uh, Yeah, you know what I mean. But if somebody Uh, else trying to use my name, then they got trouble. They got problems now. I I always wanted to be like you when you started. I go ahead. That's it's all good. Look, I want to be like you too. You know, I want to be like Oso over here from uh, Iraq. You from uh, wherever he was at Montreal. (laughs) (laughs) Pakistan. It's your Pakistan. The Middle East. You got. Look, you got all the damn oil. We need some of that shit. We got a new president now. <laughs> I, hope y'all this, I hope you son of a bitch didn't vote for goddamn Trump, man. Because I'm getting off there. I'm all right, we're there. not <laughs> We're not talking politics tonight, man. <laughs> I tell you, it's TK all day. No holds barred, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you share this video. Hey, look. Before I start again, you all better hit that share button and that link and press share. If I don't okay. see that in the next 10 seconds, I'm talking to everybody that's listening and watching it. Because this is a do or die show right here for the Congress kid. You know what I'm saying? Do or die. Whether it's my brother's show or anybody else's show, this is a one-time shot right here. That's why I call the TK all day. I kind of see your old show, TK all day. What do you think? That just sounds good. I'm already setting it up. I'm already setting it up. All right, let me set that. Let me set that so that what we body slam. Let me go back right. to that part. So Dave Wolf comes in. Me and Piper. Keep in mind, me and Piper have this fugitive. We're already going at it. It was always every time I see him, he's always on the <laughs> other side of the ring. This time, he's right next to me. He's like my tag team partner. It was hard for me to adjust with that because you know wrestling's entertainment and movies fucking even worse. You know what yeah. I mean? That's even worser. I mean they they got a lot of fake shit. Hit me with this. Hit me with that. I was like, nah, if you gonna hit me, you gonna hit me. You know, I don't want I don't want in that fake chair, none of that ketchup on my head or nothing like that. No. You wanted to bring it. Yeah, I got to bring it. Because you'd rather movie or not, that's up to you how to tweak that shit. But I'm coming real. I'm gonna come in and give it to you. But that's how I ended up in that movie. And then they said I was gonna be the co-star, you know, like the you know whatever the the fuck that means. (laughs) I want to be a goddamn co-star, you know what I mean? A co-star like you're a star. Yeah, but a three million dollar for a movie, yeah, that's a star. (laughs) <laughs> not, not no $50,000 movie. Hell no, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. But again, I was young. I was young. Can't read, can't write. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know a lot about the contract and shit. You know, you, you put your career in your family's hands and let them, hopefully, they're smoothing all the curves out and all the speed bumps ahead. But, hey, it is what it is. You know what I mean? I'm not crying about well, it. I'm not knocking it. I'm just keeping it, I'm just keeping it real. Simple. You know, some bad lawyers. There must have been some bad lawyers or something. Or they know. got some, or they, or they got some bad mentors. One or the other, or some bad wives. Maybe their wives got something to do. That. I don't know. Oh, geez. So listen. So let's go on. So then you did the movie Body Slam, but then also there was another movie that came on HBO. Was the Highlanders? How how did that come about? That was a different movie. Oh, that was real different and easy payoff, and that was nice. That was a twenty thousand dollars right there, like a thirty second. I didn't have to do nothing, Yay. just wrestle. All I had to do was mm. wrestle. That was it. Mm. They came in, uh, was the promoters, uh, what are those? Uh, Minneapolis, Minneapolis, I think it yeah. was. 
I think they were, on, they were under uh, ESPN back then, correct? Yeah. So, yeah, they were under ESPN, and they came in the dressing room and said, hey, we're going to be filming this movie, uh, Hollywood. The Freebirds were there. You know who the Free. Yeah, you're real good friends with those guys. Uh -oh. you know? Shout out to Michael Hayes. <laughs> to Michael Hayes out there. Michael Hayes, if you're out there, I'm still waiting for my bookings. You told me like 20 years ago. <laughs> he can hear you now. <laughs> okay. So I go out there, and then we're in the dress room. This guy pops up out of nowhere. Hey, we're going to be filming this movie, Islander. And I said, okay, great. Now, I thought I wasn't part of it. And he goes, no, we're only filming one match. And that's the main event. And if you go back and watch that match, I didn't give them shit. I took the whole match. Go uh -huh. back and watch that match. I took over because I felt that this was my time to shine. You know what I mean? That opportunity, gonna, right? Yeah. You got that opportunity. You, you don't get that too often. This is a lot of these kids right now doing the wrestling business. Look, if y'all out there listening, do not, not get off this air right now. Because I got to tell you something very important. All right? When you get opportunities, look, man, take advantage. Take fully advantage when you get an opportunity. Rather you fail or not, but at least you goddamn try, right? Yeah. Pat yourself on the shoulder, shit. I tried that. Like my son Journey went to college two years, came back, said college ain't for me, Dad. Pat yourself on the back. You tried. Now it's look at right. him. Now look at him. He's working forty-hour job, whatever, whatever. He has a life. He has a life. There's a difference. So I'm very, very proud of my sons. Both. Right. Of them. You know what I mean? But yeah. So. Are we talking about your boys now, TK? So, so which one of your boys now, just for the record here, that followed in your footstep in the business? I think my son, Jacob Fatu, has. You know, my yeah. son, uh, if you guys don't know who he is, I'm assuming everybody, I ain't got to tell you people who he is. I mean, shit, look at my wall. Half of my wall are my kids. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't need right. to put myself out there. All I'm trying to do now is to teach my son the business part, the business part of this business. Look, anybody can be a wrestler. I don't <laughs> shit who you are. I can bring a bum off the street and have him throw two drop kicks and he's a main star. Anybody can do that, you know? But to get through this type of business you're in, you gotta have common sense, you gotta have a brain, and Preach. you gotta know what you're doing. You know, don't think you know everything. Like a lot of kids that I talk to, the young kids out there that are trying to become stars. Ain't no fucking stars in this business, brother. There's no stars in this business at all. Okay? So if you don't put your heart to it, I, like I told my son Jacob, I, even Journey, my youngest son too, you know, of course he was the one I talked about in college, but I'll get to him in a little bit. But Jacob is the one that's following my footsteps now. I'm just trying to teach him the business part of it. The wrestling part, that's easy. What you do in the ring is easy. It's when you leave the ring, when you leave the building, and you're out here in this free world. You know, that's the part where you got to learn how to maintain yourself and to take control of yourself. And don't let it control you. You control it, whatever the case. Rather it can be a, a job, rather it can be your contract, rather it can be your wife's. Man, especially our wives. I and mean, they got to be real strong to stand by us, especially in this business. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've been with my wife for 39 years right now, still Ooh. hanging in there. You know what I mean? But, hey, it's not because of my wrestling or my good looks. You know what I'm saying? It's because <laughs> I had someone to, to, to listen to, like a mentor. You know, I oh, couldn't wow. listen to any, anyone else. But there's some little bit of advice to all of the cats out there that are trying to get into this business. 
you know, like I said, anybody can throw a drop kick. Anybody can throw a clothesline. Anybody can do shit. It's what you do after you leave there. That's the most important thing you need to think about. Okay? Oh, so, that's, hey, you preach. Get this shit. Gonna I can't even... I can't even have a I, I can't even have a comeback for that one there. <laughs> you know, so making a comeback. You are making a right? comeback on your show, man. I like this shit. This is so so TK, so what is it like uh you know for, for those that are like in the main event, those that you know that like you just mentioned about the business, now they're on top of the world now. But what is the advice you give to those people there? Don't forget where the fuck you come from. Ooh. It's simple. Don't forget where you come from. Okay? There's a lot of people out there that are the main event. But when you get main event, then you get big-headed. Then you get big-headed, you don't fucking listen to no one. Now you think you, you're you the shit. So like I said, you ain't the shit. There ain't no stars in this business. You understand me? The best advice that I can give those cats that are making it to the top, don't forget where you come from, man. That's how simple. Don't forget your mom. Don't forget your dad. Don't forget your siblings. Don't forget the where you grind before you didn't have none of this stuff. See, a lot of us seem to miss that. We sort of let the money control our lives, but we don't let our lives control us. You understand what I'm saying? So Amen. You, can, you, you can't you you can't forget the breeding ground. You can't forget where you know where you come from. And I don't get where you come from, but your bloodline. An example, it's a Fatu thing. We all have those shirts. My brother's worn it. I've worn it many times. But look, when I say it's a Fatu thing, it's because of the fact is we never forget where we come from. Okay? So, and not only just because we're Fatu, we're just throwing the message out. Rather, what you do in life, but never forget your mom, your dad. I was taught that my entire life. The day I left to go wrestle was the day I took care of my mom, my dad, my brother's witness, my siblings. I did it for them. I didn't do it for me. I did it for them. You know, Good. a lot of a lot of us right there, they're big stars out there right now. Don't even know who the fuck their family is. Don't know who they are, what they are. Nothing. They're like, forget your breeding ground. You forget the bloodline that you come from. You, <laughs> you know, let, it, you don't let that take over your lives, man. Your family's gonna be there for you. Number one, your family. Uh, and and, and uh, you 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 know, uh, this just us just talking about situations like this. It could be a professional wrestling. It can be you just as a superstar singer, a, yeah. a, a huge actor, whatever the case it may be, right? I, I know for us in our family, you know, it was family, you know, faith and respect, you know. And, you know, you always, you know, no matter how big of a star we became in the industry, we were always to, to be able to come back to our family. You always, you know, yeah. it's, it's like you break bread and like nobody gets rich by themselves. Nobody starves and gets poor by themselves. It's either yeah. one way or the other, you know. And so, <clears throat> and so it's those type of, uh, you know, teachings. Again, you know, a lot of it had to do with our family, especially our father, uh, that just passed away uh, this month. You know, the chief was uh, the chief was our guide, right, TK? Yeah. I yes, mean, dad, was. dad was everything, man. Meaning, and I'm sure they're like that to a lot of people that are that has their, you know, their parents that are out there. But right. if if you guys don't have that relationship with your parents, because tomorrow's not promised. Now for me and you, we no. can never call our mom and our dad anymore. No, we we will never be able to do that again. You know. But for yeah. those that are listening, that still have their parents alive, and listen, 
whatever the bullshit you guys are going through, like Damn how right. why do you hate your father or why do you hate your mother? Or I mean, just excuses to where hey, nobody said that that we're perfect. Nobody said that your parents are perfect. You know, everybody learns as they go and you, you turn your your wrongs into right as you grow yeah. up. But the fact of the matter is this, is that no matter what, they are still your parents, period. Period. They're still your parents, right? Period. Right. The bottom line, Osh, I mean, you, you already spoke about it. Like I said, look, before I get into this next uh, conversation, I just want to apologize to the fans and everybody out there. Look, I don't cuss a lot. But it is what it is. You know, time changes in our lives. Like I said, my brother said earlier, nobody is perfect. Okay, so now we get back to the real talk we're going to talk about. Because we're going to bring the shit out right now. Okay? You don't forget where you come from. Like you said, rather the relationship you have with your dad, relationship that you have with your mom. Or look, what kept me strong? Because I had a good relationship with my mom and my dad. Okay? I want to thank everyone for keeping us in your prayers. You know, yep. with our dad, we passed away uh, a week ago or two, you know, and thank you guys for uh, all it's of been your support. It's been a month. It's okay, been a month. Okay, okay. All right. I'm, 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 yeah, it's been a month. It's been a month. So I yeah. want to just throw that out there and say, hey, we didn't forget you fans. We didn't forget you friends. We didn't forget you family. You know what I mean? We don't rock like that. We don't roll like that. I'm not saying that we are perfect, the Fatu family. It's the Fatu thing. I'm not saying we're perfect. There's a lot of family out there just like us. The difference between them and us, we just keep it real. Everything we talk about is real. It's life. If it doesn't yeah. get to you, maybe you could press the link and send it to your kids and have them listen to us and hopefully they change their goddamn life. Maybe they might listen to us. You know what I mean? But when we're on shows like this, this is not script. This ain't wrestling. Yeah. This ain't a movie. This shit is a real legit. Okay? So respect your mom. Respect your dad. Respect your brothers and sisters, and don't forget where the hell you come from. It's simple, okay? Look at yourself in the mirror. I look at myself in the mirror all the time, and that looks like my dad. That looks like my dad. So if you kids out there, rather you have a relationship with your dad or not, and I know a lot of you kids out there probably don't have a dad or don't have a mom, but those that are still alive, those that still have their parents still alive, take fully advantage every single day to call them and tell them, I love you, Dad. I love you, Mom. And that's what my kids have been doing. Since my dad passed away, my kids have been calling me every single day to tell me that I love you, Dad. You know how much that makes me feel? Makes me feel like, man, my dad's funeral going away home made a difference, made an impact in our family. You know, it was a sad moment, but at the same time, he left a good legacy behind. He left a good message behind. Because I've never got this many calls from my kids in a week, man. I'm talking about Jacob. I'm talking about Journey. And even my son, you know, my son is locked up right now, Josiah Fatu. He even calls me and tells me, Dad, that I love you. You know what I mean? I never shy away from that. And I'm telling you kids now, if you don't have a relationship with your dad, fix it. Fix it right now. If you don't have a relationship with your mom, fix it. It's all up to you, man. Keep in mind. You only have one dad and you only have one mom. Simple. I ain't got mom and dad right now. I don't have no mom and dad. All I got is my siblings, my brothers and my sister. That's all I got right now. I have no more mom. Yeah. That was... I think his internet might have timed out. 
that's some that's why he's TK all day, you know. Uh, the real talk, you know. We we just went from just to, you know, laughing and you know having a great time to just we just went underneath this umbrella of life, you know. And you know he just talks about uh, well we'll wait till he's able to kind of log back in. There, there you go. go. You're good. You're back. You're back. Sorry. I'm sorry. You know I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I just had to. <laughs> I have to just get off just for a little bit and get my, you know, get my thoughts back together and just, uh, you know, let her, you know, like I said, you know, this message is not just for us, but those kids that are young that don't have that relationship with their mom and dad. Like I said earlier, I can't call my dad. I can't call my mom. I can't tell my dad I love him. Well, I can't tell my mom I love her anymore. But man, you cannot wait till tomorrow. Rather you like it or not, you only have one dad and one mom. And I'm going to leave it at that. Thank you, so hey, I love you, man. Um, listen, that's all. It's all uh, everything that you said, one hundred percent. You know, it's uh, again, it's one of those things that, you know, how how can something happen? Uh, you know, and uh, all of a sudden you're there and you're crying at you know your pop's casket or your mom's casket, knowing that you didn't do right, knowing that you didn't you didn't make it right with them. You know, and so again, tomorrow's not promised to none of one of us. You know, we we all have our kids that are grown adults now. You know, my thing is like I don't need to tell you. You know, if you feel that it is what it is, your relationship uh, with your pops that it's what it is, then then it is what it is. You know, at the end of the day, you know everybody's a grown man, and to be able to understand, yeah. you know, stay in your lane, know your lane, understand yeah. your lane. Stay in your lane, know your lane, and understand your lane. You know, you let the parents be the best. And we're not saying that we're the best and we're the and uh, we're perfect. I don't think there's no parent in this world that's perfect. No. You know, we all got to do wrong to be able to learn right. And so yeah. at the same time, you know, the kids and the relationships that, you know, you guys have with your parents, make sure you guys all make it right today. Don't yeah. wait another hour because, yeah. like we said, we, we don't have that. We don't have access anymore uh, to our parents to be able to call them, to be able to hug them or nothing. Yeah, I'm sorry to cut you off. Hey, I, I, you don't have to wait another hour. You don't have to wait another hour. You could do it now, you know, because we might get off this show and boom, we don't know. You know, uh, you got to keep this shit real. Whether you have a heart attack or a stroke, you might drive to the store and get hit by a goddamn bulldozer or a truck. You got to do it now. There ain't no hour. Hour is no. too long. Hours just too long. I'm going to go off the air and who knows? You know what I mean? But we pray to God to continue to give us health just so the people that are listening out there, yeah, I am Christian. We are Christian. I'm from a Christian family. My grandfather is a pastor from San Francisco, California, and my grandmother. But like I said before, this show is about keeping it real. And not only keeping it real, we're just throwing out some information that hopefully someone that is listening right now is listening to us and say, hey, man, not only did these guys are wrestlers, they are good Christian man. We do wrong. In order to do wrong, you got to learn to do wrong. You got to do right. Do right. Look, it's so easy. Well, look, <laughs> it's so easy. Well, everybody, <laughs> just welcome to the TK All Day Church <laughs> Ceremony Talk Show. <laughs> Can I get an amen? Amen. Can I get an amen? Amen. There is the cash app below. There's the cash app below. 
You can go ahead and send send a send a donation to TK right there at the Cash App. <laughs> all right, so how can everybody <laughs> listen? It's all good, man. You're absolutely one hundred percent. I gotta show y'all something real quick, man. Hey, you got gray hairs going on there, brother. Yeah, that's from Jacob. <laughs> Yeah, see that? Look at that. That's a lot crazy. of chair, chair shots. Nah, there's a lot of blade shots. There's a lot of blade, blade shots, shot, chair yeah. shots, everything. See I that? Can't see that's, that's 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 dedication right there. My forehead, man. I never, I never do it. Look, there's my forehead. Big Sam tried to write his initial on my forehead. <laughs> What's up, In Montreal. Big Sam, Big Sam, he tried to write an initial. I got S for Big Sam. <laughs> yeah, the, the, difference between, yeah, the difference between your blade and mine, there was a $1,000 gap. So every time they told me I had to bleed tonight, I was going like four or five times. Man, that's like six, that's like six thousand dollars play job right there, man. Boy, this is no whole bar show here, Dak. No. Yeah. I, I bet you most people don't even, a lot of the boys don't even know how to hold a blade. Nah. <laughs> they still have their wives holding them by the hands. That's why, you know. <laughs> or they, or they Don't do that. Shit. You did it the wrong way. Do it this way, like talking kid or Rikishi Dude, did. I cut yeah. my shoulder. Every slice is a thousand, oh, man. man. Every yeah. slice, every slice. Back then, thank God your body would have been like Abdullah with all the scars on it. <laughs> I think Abdullah was like twenty dollars uh, a gag. <laughs> not, not like mine back then. Sorry, Abdullah. Uh, no. You overdid it, Abdullah. You overdid it. You overcreated, you overcreated your whole face like our brother Muhammad over here. You overcreated your own face. It's Hamza. It's Hamza, man. Not Muhammad. It's Hamza. I'll be Muhammad. I'll be Muhammad for the day. No biggie. I'll be Muhammad for the day. You're Muhammad for the day. Hey, look. The name I'm giving you, Muhammad, is a whole lot better than the Black Pearl. Oh, did I just say that? What? Okay, now we got to bring Reno on the show now. <laughs> Reno got to come on the show too now. So, but listen, okay, fans, so make sure here that you guys can uh, log on. As you can see, the tricker below, it says, I am Tonka Kid. Make sure you follow the Tonka Kid. And also his T-shirts right there, they are $30. You can cash app it, and you can see the cash app right below the ticker at the bottom. I got wow. all kind of colors. I got all, all kind of colors. colors there. Yeah, it's Christmas. Yeah. Every day gotta be Christmas. It gotta be like Christmas. Every day gotta be Christmas. Yeah. Well, I was just gonna. You gotta treat every day like Christmas. Everybody I can use a. I can use that one a five X on that one there. What size you wear there, Hamza? Oh man, I'll take a medium. I'll go with medium. Okay. Well, his, is, his is cheaper because his medium don't take up a lot of room. But you, man, you're like a seventy five dollars shirt right there. <laughs> just put it on my credit. Hey <laughs> there. All colors. Those, those all are nice colors. colors. They are nice colors. Beautiful. See that? You got all kinds of colors. Huh? That blue looks pretty yeah. good, too. That's yeah, a Dodger I, color. I even got Muhammad size. Look. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> that, that one has my name written all over it. Well, you, like, you got that green, mean green money machine. There you go. I like there that. I like that. Mm -hmm. The mean green money machine. Mm -hmm. Shit, yeah, man. You know, man, I, I, you know what? I'm thankful. I'm thankful that... Uh, like I said, this is the first show that I ever did. And I, even though I knew it was Thank you, brother, man. But uh, it was very, uh, I've been following you guys and watching you guys. And good job on the Knox Pro uh, with all the kids that are coming in and teaching. You know, I wish I had that back then when I was growing up in this business. I wish I had. I wish I had that type of teaching. Uh, I wish I had that time of hardcore, 
You know, not only just that, you guys give them That's knowledge. Rather they make it in the wrestling bit or not, but damn, by the time they leave there, they become good men. They Preach. learn how to live. They learn how to live in the world. Preach. Have Preach. Preach. Have a life. Preach. Hey, no wrestling. Have a life. Preach. <laughs> well. If you don't get wrestling from Knox Pro, goddammit, you're going to get something out of their ass. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, can I get an right? amen? Can amen. we get an amen? Amen. I'm going to kill you with my words. I'm not going to kill you with my oh, hands. Man. No more. I, I already did all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of them, be at our school in Knox Pro or be it in any other school, you know what it is. They all tell on themselves. Hey, well, they better you know, watch this video. They all they tell on themselves. They better learn and watch this video right here and share. Oh, this video. Like this is going to be too much for them, man. They ain't going to be able to handle this this episode right here. Okay. It's too much hey, knowledge. Because it's going to hit it's gonna hit them to the core of the heart. Like, man, they, they okay, talking to me. Here's the backbone. Here's the backbone of the tongue of life. <laughs> Take a breather for a minute. You got smoke coming out your ears. That smoke got your nose, your hey, mouth. That, that, Take a breather for smoke. a second. That's good smoke right there. You need to be having Godfather there with you. Look, Up in smoke. I, I, I'm going to keep it shit real. I'd rather have my kids smoke fucking weed than to fuck with anything else in this world. Hey, anything. Hey, this is or, something Organic. That, Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. this is this just puts you in a good mood. And if it don't put you in a good mood, then I can't help you. You know what right. I'm saying? You gotta, <laughs> right. you gotta help yourself before I can help you. But look at me. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm high. I'm having a good beer. I'm having yeah. fun on the show. This shit ain't scripted. Uh, that's what I said. You forgot your two teeth up front, of. Yeah, you know what? Hey, how you that shit up? Look, I'm gonna tell you the story about Where's that. your teeth at, man? I'm hey, what happened that. to that? I'm gonna tell you the story about that. Now you brought that shit up. God damn, boy. Now you brought it up. We had a Samoan flag day in Carson, California. Okay. I brought the uh, ring, of course, my crew, and uh, Jesse was out there, you know, his ring and his family. And so, anyway, we had a wrestling show out there, and I brought Dilo Brown, I brought Schnooker, and who else did I bring? Shit, I don't remember half of the guys, anyways. But anyway, this son of a bitch, Dilo Brown, we worked the match out in the back. Before we went out there, I turned around. He hit me straight smack in the goddamn mouth, knocked my two front teeth out in the front, right in the ring, both of them. I looked at him and said, "How long have you been fucking working, Oos?" It's a work. It's a work. He, my teeth fell down. He dropped the chair. He tumbled with brother, brother. You okay? Fuck, no, I'm not okay. Look at my you think I'm okay? My wife don't even kiss me no more, man. That's how bad this shit is, you know? But anyway, that's what happened to these teeth. D-Lo Brown, you owe me a set of teeth. I'm going to find you. I'll run into you with some autograph signing. You owe me some teeth. These are bitches like $4,000, okay? But well, we need we, we need to put a plug out there, Hamza, to find a dentist for this guy here. <laughs> you know? if, there's a dentist, if there's a dentist watching, I need some damn teeth right now. Okay. All right. So TK, this is TK, this is the part of the show here where we like to have fun with all the fans. There's a lot of fans that are tuning into the show. And uh we're gonna, I'd like I'm to take some. I'm Let's not ready for them. I'm not ready for them right now. I, oh. I gotta tell you guys well, something. I gotta tell you guys something. Hold on, I'm not ready for the fans right now. Okay. <laughs> Make them wait. You can wait. TK all day. Share. TK hey, all day. You can wait. Hey. Trust me. <laughs> when I tell the fans to wait, you better wait because this is only a one-time shot with the Call of Kid. Okay. Uh, well, let's go. You, let's go. You can wait. Just hey, while you're waiting, just press the share link. That's all you gotta do is press share while you're waiting. Okay. So I gotta tell you guys how why I made it so long in this business. 
All right. This is the backbone of how my career. Backbone. Backbone. When I mean the backbone, I'm talking lions, hyenas. Yeah. I mean, if you no. watch shit about it, you probably don't even know about Anna. You guys don't even know shit about Anna. Hyenas. Hey, I watch that show. That son of a bitch is peaceful. These animals have no word in the world. They go out there and they attack. They get everything they want. But in order to survive, you gotta eat. You gotta eat. It's like yeah. wrestling. Yeah, you gotta deal with these promoters. They're like fucking sharks out there. Hey, I got some for that right here. I got some. The backbone, the backbone of the Tonga kid's career and his wrestling career and his entire life was my wife. My right. wife stood behind me, good or bad. I did a lot of bad, less good. And she's still here with me till today. 39 years. I'm a soldier. Hey, I'm can't a knock soldier. that. Man, you can't I'm knock that. You found you a good one. Man, hmm. a good one and only one. Because if I'm gone, yeah. I'm done. That's well. it. That's <laughs> it. Love I'm it. gone, I'm done. But that's the backbone like that kept me in line. And people used to always tell me, oh, man, you're, you're whooped and this and that. Look, man, no. I've been with a lot of arena rats in my fucking life. A lot of arena rats. I'm well, gonna buy look. <laughs> he said, "Well, yeah, well." <laughs> but my wife was a totally different high from middle school to high school. It's like she grew up with me my entire life before I became pro or a wrestler. Never changed. You, you must Never know changed. your kids are watching right now while you're saying look, this right now. Rather, rather they watching or not, Jack they turn the damn channel. Maybe they don't want to watch it. They turn the channel. But they're gonna watch this channel because of the fact that this is real shit. This is real knowledge. You're only getting it real. That's why my social media said, keep it real. If you ain't got nothing to yep. say, then shut the hell up. It's simple. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> my you entire know. career was from my wife. That was my backbone of my entire life. Even so you, today. You had a great, great support system. Mm. You had a great support system, right, TK? Yes, yes. Besides my okay. mom, yes, and my dad, yes. And so let, let, let's we we will talk about that. And I mean, like for those that are out there that we just kind of heard from TK, right? So you know, in this business, it's already hard enough to be able yeah. to go out there and deal with the bullshit, deal with the promoters, uh, deal with from A to Z, trying to get there, make sure you get back safe, make sure you're you're safe in the ring, everything, <laughs> everything about my bad, my bad. <laughs> Where's your support system? We need somebody to empty those bottles for you. <laughs> I already took care and, of that. And so, you know, it, like I was saying about in this industry, it's already hard enough. And so when you're dealing with all the bullshit out there and then you come home, you, your home wants to be where you come home, you're, you're able to be you. Yeah. You know, you're able to be yourself. You're not being a character. You're not being that gimmick, that so-called superstar everybody sees you as. Okay. You want to become home to a nest to where it is peaceful, to where you can, you know, you, you can be yourself and you know that the support around you is solid, meaning that everything that, you know, when you look around the house, when you come home, everything you see that is new, that is uh, a part of that resort that you help build, uh, that's from your hard earned sweat and the abuse that you take in your body from this industry. And when you're able to come home and you don't feel some type of way like it's being appreciated, so why yeah. do you stay? Why is it that you're going to stay there if, if you don't feel like you're appreciated 
yeah. uh, you know, to be able to come home and see every all the new things that uh, that you have around, you know, to be able to take care of your family. And mm. and so I always say this, if you're not happy in the position that you're at, shake yeah. the spot. Yeah. You got to shake the because Kishi's got to be good with Kishi mentally first until right. I'm able to take care of anybody else. You got to be able to take care of yourself first before you're able to take care of anybody. So if you're in that environment to where yeah. I'm just, man, I got all the money in the world. Yeah. I got, I can get whatever I want, but there's only that one thing that's missing is I'm right. not happy at home. And if you I'm not happy at home. I'm sorry. If you ain't happy at home, then what's the sense of you living? What's, Amen. Your, life, what's your life outside? So basically when you go outside of your house, you're basically just fucking lying to everybody. You're putting on an act. You're putting mm. on some kind of face, face to cover up what's really going on behind the scenes. Mm. Nah, man, that that's just bullshit to me, man. Yeah. You know, we, we don't rock like that. You know what I mean? Right on. Like I said before, you know, if you're in a relationship, we talk about relationship. 39 years I've been in a relationship with my wife. That's what kept me going my entire career. Why? Because she understood my life. She understood my job, especially being around all these celebrities and on TV and all the money I was making, the girls and, and all this stuff. See, a lot of those wrestlers right there, the, uh, right now, as I'm talking right now, a lot of these young wrestlers, they can't handle that pressure. Why you can't handle the pressure? Because you're not taking control of it. You need to let them understand, this is what I do for a living. This mm. is my job. This is my life. Rather you like it or not, then get the hell out and somebody else can fill up your damn pillows. You know what I mean? Well, <laughs> well, right guy, boy. Right guy. All right, well, there it is, man. Uh, I'm just this you sitting there with your tongue tang out, say something, you know. I, we, we gotta we gotta keep it moving. We got people waiting I, to take some answers. I, I, I don't know what to say. I am just enjoying everything. This roller coaster I just went through in this in this in this segment that we've just had. I mean, I'm just super blessed. What else can I say? I mean, you guys speak knowledge, speak the truth. It resonated within me. In fact, I could just all I did was think about a few of our students when you guys were speaking and like apply that, apply that, apply that. So I'm gonna segment this out and send it to everybody and be like, you need Look, to apply let, this. Let, let, you I'm should apply this. I'm not good yeah. but let me tell you, you can send this to your students, okay? It says in the Bible, the truth will set you free. Amen. Okay. Simple. <laughs> All right. You, you go quote a Bible verse and drink a Corona. <laughs> <laughs> and smoke a doobie. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm All ready. All right. So I'm ready. I ain't going to lie. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, Hamza. Didn't I tell you to get ready for this one here? I, I don't right. think I was prepared. <laughs> Let's go ahead, TK. We're going to move on to the part of the show where I like uh, this is okay. uh, one of my favorite parts of the show. Let's take out some questions uh, coming from all the fans that are logging in about uh, throw up your, your uh, questions for the legendary Tonka Kid himself. Yeah. Well, here's on one. Way. Here's a good question. It comes from a young man named Jacob, and he wants to know if um, mom knows that you're smoking in the house. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, one of your kids are watching. <laughs> I'm going to go like this. It's not her house. It's my house. Get it straight. It's my house, not her house. All right? So, son, just to keep it real out there, it's my house. Like, your house is your house. Keep your house is his house. You the domain. That's your friend. 
All right, let's move on. There you go, Jacob. <laughs> There's your answer. <laughs> let's go. Let me go I'm through it. I'm going to smoke a blunt right now. What? Someone wants to know why the three team break up in WCW. Who said I'm we broke up? I'm not sure what that means. Yeah. Yeah, who, who, said, who, who said we who, broke up? There you go. There's your answer. Who, who, who Tom Jones. Tom name? Jones. Tron. Tron Jones. Oh, Tron Jones. It's like I'm getting contact through the internet, and I don't even smoke. <laughs> look, I like Tom, look, I love Tom Jones music. Or... <laughs> He's oh, freezing up. Okay. Lost the there, there you go. I make sure I got it on the He got so much smoke up there, it's freezing Man. his computer. Okay. Tom Jones or Tommy Jones. We have never broken up. <laughs> All right, move on to the that. next. I don't know if you got that information bump, but hey, but thank you. Thank yeah, you. Don't don't believe everything you hear. Hey, don't believe everything. Hey, we stick together, okay? We never Amen. broken up. To this day, we are still together. Then we ain't got to be in the ring to be broken up. Nah, you can't break us up because we're the Samoan dynasty. It is. Amen. 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 Um all right, what was uh, Brian? Brian Santos was, wants to know, what was your all-time favorite match? Uh, let me go. Man, <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings that are watching this show. There's, there's a couple. There's a couple. There's, there's hey, a couple. You probably got a ghost in that house. Things are falling off the walls there. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, they probably... Oh, something fell off. Yeah, you're right. Maybe I should turn it this way. <laughs> uh, you're good. No worries. When you guys ask me that question, that's when shit starts falling off. You know what I mean? Because uh, there's a couple. There's a couple uh, good matches that I had. But I, I would have to say, I would have to say the Islander with uh, WrestleMania with the British Bulldogs when we stole Matilda. Uh, that, was, that was the Matilda. greatest. That was a great match. I mean, if you go back and watch the YouTube on that match with us and the Islanders versus the British Bulldogs, uh, that was one of that was a passion match. That that was everything that I, I just gave it all out. You know, I mean, I give one hundred ten percent on all my matches, but this one seems to uh, the, the hit the top of the line for me. Uh, me and my partner uh, King Haku, Haku, if you're watching, I love you, Tonga. Ofatu, ofatu, Anko. Malo, malo dele, malo dele. I've always always have respect for my partner and of course he had to babysit me again just like my yep. brother Kishi had in this business you know and everybody else in his family but yes that was one of my greatest uh, uh, matches the British Bulldogs versus the Islander Tom of the Islander uh, King Haku with Bobby the Brain Heenan mm. all right awesome. cool. well Jermaine is asking Jermaine's asking was there ever a point in your career that you wanted to give up wrestling uh <laughs> let me think Actually, no. <laughs> Take a I'll, puff first. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> actually, actually, you know what? No, I mean, I, I, I love this this business. Uh, you can never take this away from me uh, because it's, it's in my passion. It's in my heart. It's, uh, it's something that I grew up doing my entire life since I was 16. So I would never retire from this business. Uh, regardless if I'm wrestling or outside the ring managing my kids or 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 maybe giving some other young kids some advice or you know maybe Knox Pro can bring me maybe Knox Pro can bring me down there to stretch one of those kids out there in LA, you know. 
but uh, no, I, I, I can never retire from this business. Rather, I've retired from the ring, but my voice and my knowledge and experience, just for the kids that want to listen. I'm saying for the kids that wants to listen. I'm not going to waste my breath or my air when I can share it with someone else that'll take it and take it home with him and don't leave it there at the goddamn school. Okay, you take that advice and take it home with you. But if I give you the advice and you leave it there at the school, then I wasted my air and my brain. You wasted my damn time. Shit, take that shit with you. I've been trying to smoke this joint for an hour. You get a light. <laughs> uh, here's a good question from Andy, Andy Nichols. He wants to know Was WBF positioning you to replace Superfly Snooker? And as his family, how did that make you feel? Uh, I was actually me it was an honor for me but I, let's get it right now don't get it twisted i wasn't trying to replace superfly jimmy snooker i just happened to be there at the right time at the right time whatever else they had in mind with me that's up to them they're the one that pays me and writes my just so y'all know uh let me see my first check they're the one that write my fifty thousand dollar check every week sixty thousand dollar check every week that's what i was making I was just following orders, uh, but I'm not there to take nobody's position. You cannot take a legend's position. It's impossible mm. for you to try to be like Superfly Jimmy Snooker. That's Amen. bullshit. That's bullshit. I love <laughs> Jimmy Snooker. I love Superfly Jimmy Snooker. Not only he was my uncle, he was my friend, he was my mentor. He took me underneath his wing, just like Alpine Seeker did. But Jimmy, I spent a lot of time on the road with him because of the fact was I was in an angle. I was running an yeah. angle with him. They didn't even know. At a young kid, where you go? I thought it was five thousand dollars. I go to the bank. They go, uh, "Yeah, can I get all cash?" And they go, "Oh, you need the help to come out." They had four or five security. It was fifty thousand dollars a week. A week. When they said, "Sir, you need help to go out to the bank," I said, "Nah, I got it. It's only five thousand. <laughs> shit, shit. No, sir. This is fifty thousand dollars." I was like, "Well, yeah, wow. I might need help." <laughs> so, to make it short, I said, "Give me twenty-five thousand cash and put the other twenty-five thousand dollars in this credit card right there. Put it in there." Life was good. <laughs> life is life is still good right now <laughs> as we talking. Life was good then. Life is good now. I, I I can hear Jimmy right now talking to TK. Yeah, man, brother, brother, TK. <laughs> You just follow me, take that. Don't don't worry about nothing. Go in the bank. I want you to cash the check and come out with all dollar bills. Not I'll tell you this much, brother. When we used to get our checks every Thursday, every week in WWF, we got paid every Thursday. Pat Patterson will walk around calling everybody's names, passing out these envelopes. And every time Pat Patterson gives me my envelope, he always slapped me in the ass. That motherfucker, <laughs> and I'm gonna slap his ass in the ass. I never caught on to that shit, you know. So like two, later, I said, This motherfucker here trying to get at me. You know, I said, Oh, hell no. And then I cut his ass off. I never got my check from him. I told him, Send that shit in the mail. Send that shit in the mail. That's what I thought. Send that check to the mail. I picked that shit up over there. I haven't caught on to that shit. Steve Labardi caught on to that motherfucker. <laughs> The Brooklyn Brawler. Yeah, yeah the Brawler, you know. The Brawler. He all of that shit. But not uh, me. So I got that type of money. I was, I, man, I shake trees. I'm not bragging. I'm not bragging. I'm just saying I had a good life. Ain't nothing wrong with saying uh, that. You know, some people have good life. Some don't. Whatever the case may be. But at my age, I'm having a good life, too. You know, as of now, I'm still having a good life. I'm more blessed now and more richer now than I was then. 
Okay. Mm -hmm. If you all missed yeah. that, I'll say it again. I'm blessed now and more richer now than I was then. And that's all yeah. here in my heart, right here, right here in the mm -hmm. That's where mm -hmm. riches, that's where the riches come from. Can I get an amen? Amen. <laughs> now, I wasn't going to ask this question, but since it's been posted in here like 600 times, I guess they want to know y'all's thoughts on the whole Roman Reigns, uh, uh, Jay Uso story, bloodline storyline that's going on right now. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Period. There's 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 our answer right there. Period. Bullshit. That's what that is. Yeah. Okay. Look. Well, you talking about where, where where were we at? Where was we at? I'm trying to break. Where was? I was giving you the opportunity because you know again this is about. This shit is real. No, I, I, I ain't even going to go there right now. Right, well, you know? If you tell me to I go there, you give me the green light. I, it, you can, you can go wherever you want to go. For me, we wasn't there. So. Okay. Well, I'm, I wasn't there. I, I, yeah. I don't even watch wrestling anymore, to be honest. I got grandkids that I got to watch. I'm trying to spend half of my life that I've lost with all my grandkids. You know what I mean? Hey. Even my, kid, my kids are grown now, but I ain't watch wrestling no more. You know, when my brother Humanga passed away, I've lost completely interested. When brother Keish, when you got retired from the business, boom, I've lost. It's just like there's nothing else for us to prove no more to the world. We did it all. We did it all. Who do we got to prove what to? Why? Why? We did it all. Been there, did it, Hall of Famer, legendary, whatever. You got a whole pack of Samoan Dynasty. And we talk about a pack. You talk about the Wolf Pack. I'm not talking about the NWO. Fuck that. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about us. I'm talking about the Lions and the Hyenas. That's who we are. The Anawais and the Fatus. Okay? You ask my opinion about the show? Yeah, my son Jigga hit me up a couple weeks ago. Hey, you seen that? Seen that? This is during my dad's funeral. Okay? And I've seen that. I've seen Alpha and Sika come out Monday Night Raw. Was it Monday Night Raw? Correct me if I'm wrong now because I'm ready to fire you. Actually, I think it was SmackDown. It was SmackDown. It was SmackDown. Yeah, yeah that word, that damn goddamn word fit them some bitches right because you say SmackDown, they laid the SmackDown on their ass for sure. You know, when you talk <laughs> so, about Alpine Seeker, you talking but, about the Samoan dynasty. You talking about them coming out there but, instead of just trying to break up the fight or help their nephews or whatever the case may be. And then they turn around and give Roman Reigns. Marty, give me my necklace. I'm going to show you what the necklace is about. Hold on. Now, now y'all don't piss me off. Hold on. Whoops. Good, good, good answer there, Hamza. <laughs> I think it's opened up a can of worms, but this is about to be well, exciting. You know what? I mean, you know, at the top of what TK is talking about, too, we did get a call from the office mm -hmm. during the time of our, our father's uh, funeral. And uh, it was... It was a no-brainer for us not to show up. Of course. Period, you know. Of course. Gotcha. So, okay, what are we at? Um, Time-wise? Time-wise. <laughs> I like didn't expect to be I didn't, I didn't expect to be on this long here. Uh, you know? We'll have to do a part two, a continuation next week, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, wait. I'm back. The, I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> Uh, uh, my, I know who I think of. I because I'm gonna get to that point here. In a uh, minute. Uh, <laughs> All right, y'all see me? 
Can, can yes, you can see me? We can see you. You, you got two. You got two minutes. Okay. Look. So go ahead. Well, explain to people what you have on. So okay. So because not all the viewers are Samoans. Okay. This is a high cheek. Man, what happened to all my pictures, man? This guy Jacob's picture still hanging in there. <laughs> there must be a reason why, because he's watching behind me and in front of me. This right here is a high talking cheek foy. This is a foy. Yeah. Right. And then this right here is the necklace. Now, high chief, people that have high chief name, I'm not saying all of them can wear this necklace or they don't have to wear it, but this is for high chief people that talk uh, in our culture. Just mm -hmm. so you people understand what this necklace is about. Now, you're talking about the Monday Night Raw, you're talking about Simone Dynasty when you come out there, and they came out there, and I've seen it. And uh, they uh, gave uh, Sika Joe uh, a necklace, uh, a Rafala necklace. I'm not saying they're not supposed to. I'm not saying they should or they shouldn't. I'm just saying if you're going to do the shit right, you need to make sure that like me and myself, okay, I am a high-talking chief. When I mean by high um, chief, I don't mean that to say it because so. I'm bragging about it. No, that's just the name that is in our family. My brother's a high-talking chief. It's in our culture. But on the real flip, on the real flip, is he a really high-talking chief? Is he a high-talking chief? That's something that you fans need to find out. I'll leave you with that. Well, if I tell no fatu no payema rapalo. Well, there it is. You you're gonna get it and you're not gonna get it, you know. Uh so so that's that's that. I uh, hope you guys understand what that, uh, uh, what is uh, the Tonka Kid is talking about to kind of educate a lot of you guys that are out there Marty. in the world of professional wrestling. Okay. Entertainment. <laughs> okay. All right. So, TK, well, listen, Marty. man. Hey. I, uh, I, I, let's, uh, so how can people follow you on your social media? So put a plug in for your social media. That rather you follow me or you don't follow me, but if you don't follow me, you're a damn fool because I'm gonna let you have it. I'm gonna tell you the damn truth. You know what I'm saying? I don't care if you follow me or not. You can call 911, you can punch up Fox, you can punch up whatever you want to punch up. You'll find me out there. I know like 90% people think that I'm running my social media. I'm gonna keep this shit real. I got an agent that runs my social media, okay? I'll come on when I have oh. to come on. If you Ooh. tell me, say, happy birthday to someone or or congratulations on your marriage or whatever the case may be, then they'll let me know and I'll jump on and, and do it directly straight to the to our fans. You know what I mean? But other than that, that's just the way it is. You know, you'll find me. If you don't find me, you don't see. I might fall off the planet for two weeks. I might be on a run or something. You know what I mean? Nobody find out where the hell I'm at. It's simple. You just go to I Am Tonga Kid, and then you can also go to my Facebook. But again, I got my boy Johnny over here that runs all my Facebook. So if you need messages or you want to leave messages, you just get a hold of him, and he'll get a hold of me. Has nothing to do with being a superstar. No, 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 no. I just don't have the time to do this shit, okay? Yeah. You all lucky you all got me to do this shit right now. Because you know? <laughs> I was trying to take my grandkids to the park, you know what I mean? But uh, I spend most of my time with my grandkids, and if it's not with my siblings, and I try to leave this social media stuff alone because there's good in it, then there's bad in it. 
Look, All right. Rather we, rather we do good or bad, they're still going to fucking mock us, regardless they like it or not. Hey, yeah. shame on you. Good for us. That's how simple the shit is. You know what I'm All saying? Right. All right, ladies and gentlemen. There I'm you have it. I'm going to smoke this right now. Man, <laughs> I've, been waiting, I've been waiting for this shit. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you. TK, Mauso, thank you, man. Yeah. I love you, yeah. man. Thank you for yeah, taking yeah. the time to coming on. As we all know, anybody and everybody. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Changing my name legally to Muhammad tomorrow. <laughs> As you know, everybody and anybody that's in our family or the fans of uh, TK all day, you know, you know what type of person. What you just heard was what he always says: hashtag Keep it real, yeah, right? right. Keep and TK real. all day, so. I want to you thank you. Keep for... it real. You either keep it real or shut up. Okay. It's simple. You keep it real. Or shut the hell up. Okay. I'm trying to close up the show right now, TK. You keep interrupting <laughs> My <bad>. me. <laughs> My bad. My bad. So, so I want to thank you guys, everybody, for joining the Rikishi Driver Show tonight. I hope that you guys have enjoyed this episode. Make sure you do me a favor and all of us on here. If you can like the button, also share it. And also, please, I want you to take time to. You know, the TK All Day shirts, the I Am Tonka Kid shirts, he has it. You can follow him on his Instagram, I Am Tonka Kid. And also the T-shirts, you can see it trickling at the bottom. The cash apps, they are only $30, ladies and gentlemen, $30. Okay, so make sure you go ahead and just copy one of the one-of-a-kind, the legendary Tonka Kid himself. This is Rikishi and Hamza Mania. I want to thank you. Thank you again, TK All Day. We love you. And I'm out. Good night.